Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Wednesday morning. You know what that means. Our weekly visit with Dr. Stan Anderson. He is on our WHBC Newsline right now. Good morning, Dr. Stan. Hey, Pam. Great to talk to you. Boy, I almost feel like I want to play the uh, breaking news. You know, <laughs> maybe it's not breaking news, but it is the latest news that we're going to chat about this morning. Um, one of the things that you wanted to talk about is this uh, study about dementia. And I, I, I read this one as well. Tell me about that. Yeah. So this was actually studies that were done before COVID, but it took them this long to actually analyze all the data and to get it all set. So what they found, and this was study. Uh, this is a study that was published in JAMA Neurology um, online, and it was just published two days ago. Um, but what it showed is, is that one in ten Americans over the age of 65 has dementia. Now that necessarily isn't Alzheimer's, but it's all different types of dementia. And then 22% of all seniors have what's called mild cognitive impairment. So 22 plus 10, that's almost one in three of all seniors have some type of memory difficulty. And that's just astounding to me that it's that much and that it's that often. And yeah, so there, the, the study basically was kind of groundbreaking because they really did some thorough details of looking at significant number of people and that was what they found are there ways to combat that or or is that just you know well you're just getting older and that's going to happen kind of thing so that's not what they looked at what they found though was is that higher levels of memory problems were associated with less exercise and associated with higher weight so one of the things that we recommend to all seniors is it is vital to take care of yourself. Do the things that are healthy. So make sure that you're getting good sleep. Make sure that you're exercising. Make sure that you're watching your weight and being careful about your diet. The more that you are not careful, the more likely it is you're going to slide into this. The numbers showed that the dementia was higher in African Americans and the mild cognitive impairment was higher in people of Hispanic background. So it's it's just one of those things that one of the critical things is take care of yourself. Once you get over the age of 65, it's not a time to coast. It's a time to take care of yourself. And speaking of exercise, there was also a study that came out uh, relating exercise to uh, COVID and the vaccine, right? Yeah, this was kind of interesting. They were looking to see Um, Do people who exercise, um, do they end up having a better outcome or a worse outcome? And so, excuse me, this was published in the British Journal of Sports Medicine, 
what they found was that people who regularly exercise, it benefits the COVID vaccine or the booster, and you get a higher antibody response. So people who exercise more end up having 25% less likelihood of having hospitalization or death. Um, And so sedentary is associated with worse COVID, and it's also associated with more dementia. So again, more data exercise is really healthy for people. All right. And there are parents out there who are telling their kids, you know, that they're not going (laughs) to let them play video games, but maybe they should. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is kind of interesting. This was published in JAMA Network Open. They found that kids under the age of 14 who do video gaming, that it helps with impulse control and cognition. So the specific was kids who played video games for three or more hours a day did better on tasks associated with memory and impulse control than children who didn't play video games at all. So the hope that I want parents to know is if your son or daughter really likes playing video games, it's not the end of the world. They will probably actually do better on their uh, memory tests, and they will probably do better in school. So this was the largest study that was ever done looking at the association between video games, cognition, and brain function, and it definitely showed that there was a positive outcome. Shh, let's not tell the kids, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I've been telling forever, I've been telling limit the amount of time that you have watching TV, that you limit the amount of screen time. (laughs) So it's not TV, but apparently video games where they have to complete a task Mm -hmm. that is associated with better impulse control. And that makes sense. Fascinating. Yeah, makes sense, actually. And, and, And we'll talk about vitamin D deficiency, because this is something that you might have that people don't even realize they have, right? Yeah, vitamin D deficiency increases mortality risk and raising levels just a little bit. So taking any increased amount of vitamin D, even slightly, could decrease that risk. And so this was a study where basically what they did was they looked to see, is there any outcome difference? And the answer is yes. And so if you want to get your vitamin D without having to take a pill, it's getting outside and exercising. Um, Otherwise, you can certainly take any form of vitamin D, whether it's over the counter, whether it's in food, um, whether it's in your milk, it doesn't matter how you get it, but raising levels is clearly associated with lowering mortality. And low vitamin D levels are associated with higher risk of developing multiple sclerosis. So there's just so many good outcomes from making sure that your vitamin D levels are in the normal range. Um, There was no danger with getting um, uh, too high, but clearly what they found was, was taking some vitamin D may decrease your mortality risk. What's what, if you're going to go to the, you know, to the pharmacy and get yourself a vitamin D uh, pill, let's say you're going to do that, what's the, you know, how much should you be taking each day? Yeah, so normally it comes in 800, 1000, 2000 and 5000. So it the study didn't address 
how much to take. It basically just said that taking something, so get the cheapest one you can find, and according to what the study was implying, that should work just as well. All right. Very good. Well, lots of good stuff today, Dr. Stan. And (laughs) we expect that out of you next week, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Pam. It's always great to talk to you.